Welcome to the Banker Midweek, your weekly look at what the industry is talking about, offering information bankers like you need to know. Hello, and it's the Banker Midweek on the road, and we are here at Money 2020. As always, I'm Liz Lumley, Deputy Editor of The Banker, and I am joined by my very good friend, Sarah, and we all know how bad I am at pronouncing names. So Sarah's going to introduce herself to you. Hello, hello. I'm Sarah Kachansky. Um, I am a freelance fintech consultant and advisor. Um, and yeah, lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Sarah. So we, everyone knows uh, Money 2020 is a huge uh, global payments event. Um, in Europe, there are a lot of banks here. Um, so this is a three-day event in Amsterdam. Um, I, I've got some interesting stuff to say, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you, what do you hope to see at the show? Yeah, so it's, I mean, I've only been here, I'll be honest, a few hours. Um, I've already noticed that there's a really big American presence um, in terms of financial institutions, which is really interesting. Because um, one of the things I would like to see more of in the European fintech industry um, is more of kind of the um, American funding coming this way, more of the American banks taking an interest in the European fintechs that we've got here. I work with a couple of clients that are looking for European fintechs to bring back to the US because they, they know that we have a huge amount of innovation over here that doesn't necessarily get heard about or talked about enough so um, I would love to see those big American banks taking note of what we've got here and helping kind of sponsor and grow the European fintech scene that's kind of like on the ground the networking stuff content wise it's going to be really interesting this year there's so many stages I have no idea how I'm going to get around them all but I think I'm really looking for some really honest proper open conversations about what we do next with kind of European finance industry everybody knows there's loads of new regulation that's come in and coming in that's a huge weight on both the banks and the startups and everybody in between so how is that going to be handled how are we going to be implementing that in a way that makes sense for everybody without getting in the way of innovation and serving customers properly and then I think there's got to be some honest and open conversations about trends like banking as a service and buy now pay later as well both of which have got somewhat murky reputations at the moment very little buy now pay later this year than uh, compared to last year yeah and i think i think everybody knows the reason for that (laughs) might mention the regulators earlier but i think also you know buy now pay later people haven't got any money you're just an interesting trend which is not related to this event um but in the uk certainly and across europe as well when people individuals struggle financially they revert to cash um, it's a really common trend. We see it a lot. I mean, you know, just two anecdotes. I was in a big, I was in Tesco, a huge supermarket um, in the UK the other day, and there was this huge queue that they sell checkout tills. And I was like, oh, what's going on? And somebody said, you're paying by card. And I said, yes. And she said, oh, go on, go on through. We're all waiting to pay with cash. And this queue was maybe 20 people. And then I was in a... In cash a, is back. Cash is back. That's a trend, honestly. And I don't know if it's being discussed here, but it really should be. Because, you know, the other thing, I was, I was in a pub, I was buying a drink. Somebody next to me was buying their drink by counting out coins. And when they finished and gone, I said to the bartender, oh, how often does that happen? He said, I've taken more cash in the first four months of this year than I have in the previous three years. That's really interesting. You know, it's funny because I'm kind of combining that with you talked earlier about um, there were a lot a lot of Americans here. I noticed that last year when, of course, Money 2020, you know, originated in America in in the, the big show in Las Vegas, which I haven't been to. Have you been to? I have been once. Okay. Yes. Not a, not a huge fan of Vegas, but, you know, <laughs> it's 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 insane. That that event is insane. So I heard that there aren't a lot of 
uh, banks there in the U.S. And when I first went to Money 2020 in Europe, when it was in Copenhagen, I it was a very much that European fintech where there were a lot of banks here. And then I've noticed it's the the American influences pushed more and more. But you know, I'm wondering whether they are talking about trends that are happening on this side of the pond, like this all of a sudden, you know cost of living crisis people are now using cash <laughs> from the past four months mastercard is here of course they're trying to you know stay relevant in, in the payment space so they're they're huge but um uh hsbc uk is here and they're here specifically to talk about the purchase of silicon valley bank which happened uh, a few months ago which is slightly controversial but they bought it for for one pound um so i mean do you see i know we just got here this is day one is there this tension between this sort of american style fintech payments and like the European culture coming in? I think it's gotten in the way so far of kind of those, you know, those relationships I was saying I'd like to see. I think that there have been huge cultural issues. There's, there's different ways of working. Again, and to bring in the, earlier, the other topic I mentioned, regulation. Regulation is very different in Europe to how it is in the US. So you set a business up here and then you try and expand it to the US and, and there's a lot to get your head around. It's a completely different set of rules. If there are rules in some areas, there aren't rules. We think about things like open banking. And I think that has been a, a, a clash um, thus far. Though I think, you know, there's, there's two things. On the one hand, I hope that the American uh, companies are here, as I said, to help sponsor and grow the fintech industry. I suspect, with my cynical hat on, there are quite a few looking for bargains. There are a lot of uh, startups. Maybe not one pound, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, that that might be a little cheap, but there's a lot of founders here um, who I know are looking for funding right now because of the environment. Um, And I wonder if some of there's fintech founders, there's a lot of technology vendors here as well, which which happens every Mm -hmm. year whether some of those are looking to be acquired and whether the banks are looking for bargains, you know, and they're not just the bank, people like MasterCard as well, you know, those, those huge organizations and even maybe the big tech giants as well. Like as we mentioned before, buy now, pay later is not really pre- as prevalent as it was last year, but open banking seems to be everywhere as well. So in these types of shows, what are, this is a question I, I, I like, what do you wish you could see? What do you wish people could say? I wish people would be a little bit more honest about, how banks struggle, but you know, what do you, what do you, what do you wish could happen at events like this? I think the honesty point is a huge one. I think, and you know, anybody who goes to a lot of these events, you do get a bit jaded because you do hear a lot of sales pitches. That's just the, that's just the nature of these events. Um, I think, I think more honesty from the large organizations uh, to your point and not just the banks about how they, sh- where they struggle and how, because that helps everybody, right? You then, if you've got a market of vendors and startups in front of you, they can come and they can help you solve those problems and then we end up with a much more efficient financial services system, which is good for everybody. So I think I think being honest about challenges, I think being honest about um, about solutions as well, because there's a lot of like, oh, we did this magical thing and everybody shouts about it, but when you ask the details about how did you do that, how did you implement it, who's the provider, everybody goes quiet. And you're like, well, actually, no, that's, that's really useful stuff for the rest of the industry. To, to know so I guess more detail more honesty and actually um, I haven't seen much of the agenda yet as we said it's day one so this may be the case and um, but if it and if it is then I apologize I would like to see more people who actually do stuff on stage rather than CEOs because CEOs always are great keynote speakers and they are good for getting people fired up and good for pe- getting people inspired but they're I- not the people that are experiencing the pain no. the, the pro- they're not the ones that are experiencing the problem yeah yeah, I want people who've actually experienced problems and who've actually found solutions. And if that's your you know, junior UX designer, then yeah, I want to hear from them. 
I know, I know. I that that's a topic that's for another podcast. Um, I know you said you haven't looked at the agenda, but what are you what are you kind of looking forward to? Is there anything that they, is in your head that you're looking forward to? Um, well, I'm doing a couple of panels. Uh... That's what, that was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing AGSBC on stage. Uh, I think it's today, later on today, to to talk about that. But uh, yeah, so there is Sarah, one, there is one. I'm looking okay, cool. There is one I'm looking forward to, um, and that's the Wirecard uh, presentation, which is on Thursday. Um, there's going to be the journalist, um, I believe it's the journalist who uncovered the fraud. Yep. Is, from the uh, FT? Yeah. From the FT is talking on stage on Thursday. Um, and I'm really hoping I can catch that if my schedule allows, because I really, really want to I really want to hear from it from the horse's mouth, as it were. And not, not when it's been through an editor. Much as I love the FT and the FT's editors, I want to hear kind of like the open, true, gritty details of that story. It's a fantastic story. He was like followed. And everything it had, it was like, yeah, insane. Absolutely insane. Okay, so you mentioned you're speaking. I'm speaking as well. Where can we see you on stage at Money 2020? So I am on stage on Wednesday lunchtime on the Fusion stage at 12 o'clock, I believe. Um, I'm talking, where it's a JP Morgan-sponsored panel, and I'm going to be talking about um, the importance of bringing your treasurer along for the ride, incorporating your treasurer and your treasury department and your finance department um, into all aspects of your business to make sure that decisions and strategic decisions that are being made um, are, take into account the finance department who are often very siloed and left behind and that doesn't make for, for great success in a business. Um, and then on Thursday, I'm talking at 11 o'clock, again on the Fusion stage, so right in the middle. That's okay. We're here at a show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. Um, on Thursday, I'm talking about banking as a service and the importance of, uh, you know, I mentioned banking as a service what comes next the importance of governance um, and managing the relationships between all the parties in banking as a service so from the banks the technology providers the fintechs and even you know to a certain extent their customers so yeah two two really interesting panels um people can come along and and see me on that great big stage in the middle it's literally it's in the round it's it's going to be fascinating so i'm speaking tomorrow i think either before or after you on the fusion stage about uh embedded finance can banks have it all so with uh society generali uh fintech os and open paid and then i am also speaking on the encore stage where i'll be talking to the european ceo of gemini uh, and we're going to be talking about regulations and I, their ceos the winklevoss twins have said they consider the us a hostile environment so we'll see if we can talk about that sarah thank you so much for chatting with me on the banker midweek Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to The Banker Midweek, part of the portfolio of podcasts from the editorial team at The Banker, available on thebanker.com and wherever you get your podcast fix. Search on The Banker Podcasts to listen to more.